Michael Show on 740 The Fan and 740thefan.com. To phone in, call 237-3767, 1-888-458-6926, or you can text short code to 35270. Still a five-point Timberwolves lead, and steals the outlet pass in midcourt, steps through on Caruso and lays it up for two. What a play by it. Drinking a German beer with a Cuban cigar in the middle of Paris with a Dominican bar. And you go to DeRozan outside three-pointer on the left. High screen from Boots. At the top of the key, DeRozan with a spin. Fouling jump around. Edwards got it. What a shot. DeMar DeRozan. He has scored the Bulls four overtime points. Peace by Gershwin. Renaissance style. Tonight is pitch perfect. Smile. I mean, it has to be focus. It has to be focus and intensity as much as execution. Um, you know, you get you play well, you get up, and then I don't know. You know, it's a, it's a question for for the guys, but you know, our seriousness has to maintain a high level. Mexico again works inside. Back out for Siebert. She's not going to drive the paint. Pulls up from seven. Got it. Nice easy move there by Riley Siebert. She's got 11 points. It's an honor to be able to go against him. I, I think he is one of the top coaches in the National Football League, obviously. This isn't just a one-year thing for him. He's been doing this now for a while, so I have a ton of respect for him. It's humbling because I never thought I would be in this many Super Bowl games, honestly. I mean, you, you, you strive to, to be great, um, but you understand how hard it is to even be in this game, and for us to be in uh, my fourth one and, and my six years of starting, um, it truly is remarkable, and I, I don't take it for granted because you never know if you're going to be able to be back in this game. Lost the handle. Corinne Cassette flips it back for Savanovich. She's going to drive. Go up and score. That's a nice hustle. Nice hustle. She's got four points. Great job not giving up on the play. We've had a good reset here, and now, um, you know, coming off the break and, and having some two quality practices to be able to go into the game, it's, you know, it's time for us to be able to uh, to win some games and, and be a lot more consistent and reliable in our game. For me as a quarterback coming into the league, it's it's been a blessing to, you know, have such a great supporting cast around me. Um, obviously, the keys weren't just given to me or anything. It had, it had to be earned. And, um, you know, I've come in day one just obviously trying to learn Kyle's system, his playbook, and and earn the respect of my teammates. And then over time, I've, I've been able to, you know, step into that role and be ready for my opportunity. And, um, Inbound for Garcia. They do not foul, and that's the ball game. Gophers with a big time, big 10 win at the barn. Minnesota 59. Michigan State 56. Derek Hansen back here at the fan studios, and we have Jack Michaels about ready to get on the road, planes, trains, and automobiles again for Jack Michaels. How you doing, sir? I'm coming to you live and direct from the um, from a travel plaza somewhere in the greater Fargo-Moorhead uh, area. Ready to take a little bus trip today and head down I-29 and then scoot into Omaha, Nebraska for 
a weekend series with the the uh, Omaha tomorrow and then Kansas City on Saturday night. So, yep, it's it's a travel day. Uh, I've got the big uh, question today, Derek. All of a sudden, I'm thinking, did I have a bad pop tart this morning? And are two corn dogs really the answer for lunch? That's and the answer is yes, maybe on the first one, and no on the second one. I'd rather hold out for something uh, better. So. So let me get this straight. You are sitting with an upset stomach, and you thought corn dogs. That's the route I'm going to go. Not. That's the problem. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Not Seven Up soup crackers, that type of thing. Corn dogs. I looked at the bin. I looked at the bin and these bins that that who knows how long they've been uh, cooking there, and I thought, yeah, well, can't do that. That doesn't look very good. That's a wrap. And then I I surmised that maybe the corn dog. Uh, was the way to go, and I thought, well, no. So I, it, actually, the dogs are sitting on my dash, haven't touched them. So I think what I've done is basically taken six dollars and said, no, that's all. Yeah. So if you, I mean, yeah, because it's kind of a risky situation if you're going on a not, you know, what, a eight-hour bus trip. That's a little, that's a little tough. That's a little tough. Right. You don't want to. You you want to be. Uh, you want to you know feel okay. Yeah, that's right. You want to be able to sit and and reside and. And uh, be a be a good bus rider uh, on those things without any kind of you know <laughs> pain going on. So oh, yeah. that's what's oh, yeah. uh, that's what's going on. Uh, busy show. Obviously, it's it's Wednesday. It's Hump Day, and and we're another step closer to the Super Bowl. Obviously, and uh, we'll touch base on some of that kind of stuff coming up. Uh, there was news last night of uh, um, normally, I would say that one size fits all usually uh maybe isn't always the best thing you know whether it be it, one size fits all I mean, it's a nice concept but uh a lot of times you know the, the quality maybe isn't there get just that and everything but we heard yesterday of the conglomeration of of, of a number of powerful powerful entities that are looking to uh form together uh, a one-stop shop via an app where you can get MLB, NBA, you know, NFL, NHL, NCAA apps where they will split a third each of the profits of the venture. And one app, Derek, coming out in the fall, yet to be named, that will encompass all of those platforms on one app so you can search it out. And this might be a case, Derek, where one size fits all might be the answer. A lot of questions remain, but did, did you catch that uh, last night, yesterday a little bit? I did, but my, the question that comes to me, and I think you, you and I have talked about this before, with the other three sports not named the NFL, it's very regional, right? I, mean, I don't think that we catch as much Sunday Night Baseball as we used to if it was a National League game as a Twins fan between, let's say, the Padres and the San Francisco Giants or whatever. So I don't think this changes me all that much because as long as this regional sports network matters, I'm still going to care about the Twins, the Wild, and the Wolves. You know what I'm getting at? So it doesn't matter to me if you have FS1, 2, 3, ESPN, 1 through 10, as long as I get to see my team. That's what I matter. You know, I'm still going to go to the stuff that gets me that. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I see exactly what you're saying. I'm thinking of a... Uh... I don't know how much you use like the ESPN Plus app, so I'll look for other games that are going on. Yeah, and I use it uh, zero. I use it zero. Yeah, zero. Okay, <laughs> I I uh, do that. You know, and I follow whether it be local, uh, you know, student athletes that are playing 
pick your pick. Texas A&M, I follow Lauren Ware. Uh, at Texas A&M, a century kid, play with the girls. You know, I follow Lauren. Other uh, people that are going off playing at whether it be Iowa State or what have you, if I can't get those on the network that, uh, you know, my regional network of the teams that I like to follow, this is where I think it comes in handy um, when you when you combine all that. Or you got Matt Strom, you know, with the with the Phillies, and and maybe you want to catch Maddie uh, on a game that he might be, you know, involved with, and and I, can, you know, what I'm saying so. To me, it's yes. There's still the, the I want to be able to in one stop shop, see my wolves, see my twins, you know, see my Vikings. But I think the concept here, Derek, of not having people have to fish around because here's what I would do, um, you know, whether it's not if it's not what your your example is, and your example is perfect. Um, but I have those other ones, so I have the ability to follow. You know, Nebraska women's basketball, Logan Disley, a North Dakota product that plays for there. I have those apps uh, that ESPN has and various other ones, CB, you know, like CBS uh, Sports Network. I don't get it on my DirecTV package. I don't get CBS. I, I see it's there. I just maybe haven't paid for it. But I got a CBS app on my phone that... That I know I can search at a game on. I watch the uh, the Jacks and and uh, the Coyotes and Men's Hoops on my CBS app. So, but the the thing is though, Derek, I've got how many different things I have to push and search to find those things. So I got to go and find this app, and I got to pull that, and I got to scroll that. This concept of having maybe a one-stop shop within one unit, maybe I'm just not not having to search as much. So that that's how I read it. Yeah, I think for you know, people like you that do a lot of that, so that's still, I think, you know, because I, I mean, we have talked about this before. For me, it's just a case I've trimmed my, I've really trimmed my uh, sports tree down, right? So I don't watch as much as probably you do. Like, I would probably want, so for me, it's just about my main teams. And I just wonder what that means for the average person. Because I think for a guy back in their 20s or their 30s, and you like to watch a little different things, it's perfect. But for me, I still think as long as I get what I can, get from my direct tv stream that what i care about i think i'll be good yeah yeah it's it is i i, I mean we are i mean yesterday we played a cut from roger goodell when a, a reporter asked him about peacock tv and, and basically saying please don't tell me that you're going to start putting the super bowl on peacock and make everybody a you know pay for it and b search how to find it once you you do have it for goodness sakes and and I get that, you know, don't make it difficult. But his response was, is that we're reaching audiences that are, that are, well, I'm not going to lie to you. Back in the day when I was young, growing up in Williston, and we had maybe uh, uh, a couple of FMs that played, you know, one country. Oh, I guess we we're going to get country music to be on the AM. But we had an FM station that I worked at that played, you know, contemporary hit music. I think there was a station out of Regina, Saskatchewan, CKCK, that played good music. So what I'm getting at is that I became a button pusher, you know. And it, so it's no different. I don't think we're any different now. We, we Now, hopefully nobody button pushes off 740 the fan. You know, time, you know spend time listening to the fan, as, as I know you do. But I think we're in that society now regarding our sports. I think there's many people that are, are looking for that fit. And there's so many platforms. I think ideas with conglomerations that that unify it for an easier way to reduce some of the searching 
I don't think can be a bad thing. I don't, I don't even know how this is all. I mean, they haven't come out fully with their, the name of it and the plan and the price and all that. And I, and, and so, I, you know, so I've got questions, too. You know, when this comes to into fruition and it becomes in a unified place, do I ditch my ESPN thing then? Do I ditch my plus and my watch function? Do I ditch my CBS and then this is my home? I don't know. You know, so do I have to pay $10 a month on the other thing? Do I get rid of those and just come to that? It's like consolidating, a, like, debts. <laughs> you know, oh, 100%. And that's um, – we had this conversation in my family quite a bit when it comes to the Twins and Valley Sports. What are we going to do? Because we are streaming way too many things, Jack, and that, that's to your point. It's, 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 it's going to be, I think, a lot of people looking what they need. We have Dave with us, Wicked Willies. I mean, what a perfect time to talk, Jack, because of this – we got the big game coming up on Sunday. Yeah, we were just well, talking about thanks, streaming. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Dave. I, I'm excited. I'm excited about uh, uh, this weekend's uh, Taylor Bowl. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> the Taylor Bowl. We were just talking about streaming, Dave. I'm going to rhyme that with steaming. Thank you very much. There's your segue. <laughs> That's pretty good. We yeah, have the Super uh, Bowl. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, we have the well. Two things coming up, David. You can speak to and why people maybe need to get familiar with with Wicked Willies and and your all the all what you offer in those steam pots. But two things coming up: Super Bowl, and then Valentine's Day. So I'll let you take the floor, my friend, from Wicked Willies. Well, absolutely. I mean, uh, I, I, again, we go into Valentine's Day, Super Bowl first, then Valentine's Day. But imagine what your friends are gonna gonna say when you host them. For, for this uh, this bowl this weekend, uh, and uh, you, you're serving a, su- a steam pot from Wicked Willie's. You're going to have lobster. You're going to have shrimp. You're going to have crab. You're going to go crazy, and everybody's going to say this was the best Super Bowl party ever. And uh, and uh, that's a I mean, what could what could possibly go wrong? Nothing. You're going to have a great meal, a great time, uh, and. Uh, you know, the, okay, we talked about uh, Valentine's Day. You know, everybody's got a sweetie in their life. And uh, if you if you want to impress a sweetie, cook them a good meal. Cook them something special. And that's uh, that's what a Wicked Willie's Seafood Steam Pot can do, is make it special and make it uh, uh, fantastic. Uh, and uh, they're going to love it. And, uh, and, uh, and then on Valentine's Day, maybe they'll just love you too. So that's something to think uh, about. I like I like that. That's another one. Remember, if it's not really good, it's not really good. And for those That's listening for the right. for the Dave, for those listening for the first time uh, that maybe haven't haven't heard you in our Wicked Willie's Wednesday chat, um, how does it work? That's the easiest way to, to lay this out. How does it work when people want that crab and lobster you're talking about, where it's you know you ordered? How does it work? Okay, it's really simple. Think uh, you've had a take-and-bake pizza before, right? You call up, you say, hey, I want this kind of pizza. You go pick it up, and you come home, and you cook it, and it takes about 30 minutes, and you've got a good pizza, right? Well, Seafood Steam Pots to Go from Wicked Willies is the same concept. You go online, or you call, and you order a different uh, meal. You can get a cat and hook crab. You can get Peg Leg Pete, which has scallops and lobster and shrimp or my favorite, of course, is Willie's Last Supper. You've got the scallops, the crab, the lobster, and sausage, and the shrimp. It just is an amazing meal. You call us, you order, you can get either get it delivered or you pick it up. You take it home in 30 to 40 minutes. You've got this fantastic seafood meal. It's so easy. 
we provide the pot, you provide the spot, and it's just so easy to do. Um, you know, Jack, I, I think Derek could actually do this. It's that easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Derek, huh? That sounds why, – why do I do – I got to remember, Jack, to make sure that I have lunch before the noon show on Wednesdays if we're going to keep talking about this. Yeah, that's right, because he makes us all hungry. You know, Dave, I'm looking at two corn dogs that I'm not going to eat because it's just not – it's not my thing now. Uh, we were talking about it. And it's and it's in this little boat, you know, that you get at these, these stations. And I'm thinking – I wonder if people are saying, okay, great, he's talking about crap. What, does it come in a little – just a little boat, and there's like one half piece of a claw, and a little bit of a, a little bit of sausage, and it's not it's not going to fill me up. Uh, Dave, tell the folks that uh, it's the exact opposite. Oh, it absolutely is. If you want to see what this actually looks like, go to our website, wickedwillies.com, and look at the video. The video shows you what the the end product is like, and just be careful. Be careful because you could get really hungry after watching the video. And, uh, you know, I just like to throw that out there just to, you know, so people aren't mad at me when they look at this video and go, oh, no, I'm starving. Uh, but you know what? It really is that good. And it, it's that easy and it's that delicious. So, hey, I'll let you get going. Oh, hey, if it's not really good. For you, Jack. Yeah. I got a Jack. I got a prediction. Okay. So, so this weekend, there's a game going on, right? Right. And what I think it really comes down to is the combination of Taylor and Travis combined. Their swiftiness will beat any pretty boys they're up against, and I think the Chiefs are going to come home with the Grammy. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, uh, that's just because crab starts with the letter C, and you're all uh, and corn and everything. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to go swiftly. So Dave's taking the Chiefs uh, for the Super Bowl. Uh, okay, uh, here's the most important thing I think we're going to find out before we let uh, Dave dive back into his steam pot. Well. I mean, don't you physically dive, Dave. Just let the other stuff go. <laughs> but uh, your hours of operation, and if people are thinking about getting a steam, cot, steam pot to go from Wicked Willie's for the Super Bowl, when when do we start calling? Well, order online. You can schedule what time you want to pick it up. And you could pick them up a day or even probably two days ahead of time, and they'll be fine uh, for Sunday. Uh, but go to wickedwillies.com, uh, and you can uh, – Order online, schedule your delivery time, and uh, I mean, and like we say, Jack, if it ain't really good, it ain't really good. The myth, the legend, the man that is going to fill your stomach and put a smile on your face, and if you play your cards right and get into Wicked Willies, get that steam pot to go, and you have that lovely uh, significant other over, I'm just saying, that, that, that could lead to marriage. Uh, well, I don't want to jump the gun. Just order your Wicked Willie Steam Pot. All right, all right, good stuff, Dave. Have a good Wednesday, and uh, we're going to send uh, some business your way, buddy. All right, appreciate it, Jack. Dave Keller from Wicked Willies. If it's not really good, it's not really good. Go to wickedwillies.com. I forgot, Derek, do you separate, um, like, if it was crab or lobster, both I've learned to appreciate, but are you one more than the other? You know, I'm I'm cool with either. I'm such a shrimp guy because all I can think about is shrimp and sausage when he talks. So, and lobster's fine and crab's fine, but uh, I'm just about shrimpy. Like one of my favorite things is steak and shrimp or whatever. But that that combination he has with uh, sausage and shrimp sounds so appealing to me right now. We have no idea. Um, the uh, yeah, that's uh, that's um, 
I'm hungry now, too. I know. Good thing I didn't eat those corn dogs, Derek. Uh, text club question today, Derek, 35270, since you brought up Swifty. And, and let's not kid ourselves. Uh, the world is enamored. Uh, I mean, and you and I have talked. I don't know if I can blame Taylor for getting a camera shot of her. She's just a star. And we've talked about this. So everybody's talking to Travis Kelsey about Taylor Swift. Um, here's the text club question today. Is that what non-player but significant other over the history of sport has seen the most cutaways? Oh, they're cutaways, right, Derek? Cutaways? Yeah, yeah. A cutaway shot? What comes to mind as uh, those, and again, not their doing, but networks that have cut away to show, and it might not even be a significant other. might just be a, a celebrity sitting at a venue. If you had to rank the top five most cutaway shots, who are those people? Could be an NBA game. Could be sidelines of an NBA game. Could be a wife of a quarterback. Could be a girlfriend of a tight end, which right now is the rise. Could be anything. You know what I'm getting at? Derek, you've mentioned a name before in the football range. Yep. Yep, of, 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 of Kurt Warner's wife. But I've got some thoughts. So, eh, fun little text cup question. Who is the top five most uh, cutaway shots of in sports that aren't playing the game? They're just uh, there to watch it. We will, uh, we'll dive inside of that. Hey, uh, tomorrow in the program, by the way, Garrett Mogg, UND receiver. It's National Signing Day today, D. Uh, Garrett Mogg, former UND receiver, he uh, uh, he will join us. He is uh, uh, in the UFL. There have been a few uh, FCS players, North Dakota State, UND. Got some uh, Southern Illinois boys. Uh, that UFL that's getting together, Garrett is a wide receiver uh, in the UFL. We'll talk with him about that league and what the opportunities bring. And then if we get time today... Uh, talk about localizing someone in the Super Bowl. Um, we don't have anybody that spent any time at Iowa State we're going to hear from today, do you? Yeah, well, Hunter Zenzen, obviously from my hometown. Uh, you know, we talked so much about the transfer portal. He made his way back home to the transfer portal about a year ago at this time. Or it was, no, it was a, yeah, I mean, I'm, tra- I'm trying to keep track of time. So, and of course, that had a season-ending uh, injury after fall camp. And so we'll get get together with him about his rehab, but, yeah, he was a teammate of Brock Purdy. I mean, you know, Mr. Irrelevant, a guy who's played with him, practiced against him, obviously, many scout teams uh, against Brock Purdy. It'll be interesting to hear what Hunter has to say about a man that he knows pretty well going to be the quarterback of one of the two teams in the Super Bowl. I would say, and, and on that National Signing Day, and for someone that says, well, it certainly doesn't seem like National Signing Day, that's because most everybody signs in December. Right. The early signing period. So yeah, North Dakota State added four. UND added four. Uh, MSUM, meanwhile, though, they, they, they're, this is the side, this is the creme de la creme. I saw the Dragons, I ca- last time I counted was 30 plus. As Steve Lockway has oh. the Dragons, oh. including a lot of local products, D. So uh, we'll touch on that and uh, more uh, coming up. And right now, I just, uh, you know, we got to do, Derek, is get that steam pot from Wicked Willie's, get that all fried out, push that pontoon in the water soon, and just uh, kick back. This is what I wanted. All yeah. Right. We'll, take a, we'll take a time out. Derek Hansen in the studio. Jack Michaels in a parking lot somewhere. And uh, you're listening to Jack Michaels Show on 740 The Fan. With a new year comes new opportunities to give back to the awesome nonprofits in our community. Hi, I'm Kayla, the Mission Development... 
Jack Michael Show. Derek Hansen in studio. Jack getting ready to get on a bus. Two corn dogs in hand. Are, are you gonna do? You dare like bring them onto the bus with you? You know what? What did the UND women's team think of that? I don't know. It's, I don't. I've been with so many college teams that uh, broadcast for, and like every. And you see my my itinerary sometimes, Derek. I've ne- we never ate as much as these teams do now. Have you seen? It, it is like okay, meal then departure. I get it. Okay, stop. Lunch at blah blah blah. Okay, I get it. Okay, practice shootout. Dinner like this and late night snack. Breakfast, lunch, pregame meal, dinner, breakfast. I'm like I've gained more weight. Well, of course I'm not burning anything off. That maybe True. that's the rub here. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, no, I won't bring the corn dog on. The, I, you know what else is something, Derek? And we'll get into the players' side. I uh, last night at Fargo South, I was doing my the trivia, and Bob Roar said the game, as you heard on the fan and all that. And I do halftime trivia, like we do at our this show, you know, and in various things we give away stuff. So I always do that at South when I do the public address. And it was good to see Beth Marr, uh, Coach Shanley, Beth Pugh. I called her games at NDSU and. And Coach Olson's trying to get those South girls going, and Mike Hendrickson, and and uh, you know Steph's doing a good job with the Shanley boys. So it was a good doubleheader night. We were we were uh, rec- we were raising funds for uh, uh, Case Camp Case, which is K A C E Kids Against Cancer Everywhere. So it was really one of those nights. So at halftime to enhance this, Derek, I've and I I can't but I, I I don't know if if this is what you found in your travels and your people. So at halftime, I do trivia, and it's various categories. And one of my categories I came up with was called main ingredients. And I was giving away chocolate hearts and candy and things like that, just to the crowd. And my trivia question, I chose someone under the age of 30. And I went, and here was the question. And I said, what's in a Big Mac? And he went, well, a burger. Um, lettuce, and, and, and everybody over the age went, are screaming, Big Mac, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, they're singing the jingle, right? But sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's my point. In the last, I don't know, three to four years of the student-athletes I broadcast, I always ask a team, and this is nothing against McDonald's, I'll eat a Big Mac right now if you gave it to me. Um, how many of you had a Big Mac? And Derek, literally, I could count on one hand how many people in their lifetime have eaten that sandwich. So back to our eating, <laughs> I think the youth today might be eating better than we uh, do. Well, I think that's safe to say because when you, you think about the nutritionists, you talk to kids who are in college, like when you were in the 70s. I mean, I had a friend who he went up and said, we got to put some weight on you. And there was a expense and probably shouldn't have had it. At the uh, at a pizza place, and that's back when the drinking age was nineteen in Minnesota, right? So they'd have beer and pizza. I mean, that, I don't think that's what Coach Kramer is looking at. at NDSU, safe to say. You don't think that's on Jim's? Uh, no. Okay, we're gonna lift in the morning. Beer and beer and pizza at yeah. noon, and then uh, pasta, and then whatever's left in the tap. Yeah, that's probably not the. Uh, yeah, that's not the thing. But I'm just absolutely amazed. And I don't think my children, you know, as they've grown, haven't been fond of that either. And I'm thinking, have I been a bad parent? Uh, because, Derek, we 
grew up on that. And look at us. We're physical specimens. Anyway, it's national. I was going to say, I think you're proving your point here, is it? <laughs> if you talk long enough about the subject, you end up proving the point. And I think, yeah, yeah you're right. Um, the uh, National Signing Day, and they call it National Signing Day. So now the other one is just National Early Signing Day. This is National Signing Day. So here's what we know. North Dakota State football, and, and they signed 20 uh, during the early signing period. But NDSU football announced four additions to the class today. Uh, two are mid-year transfers, and, and they do that. They can get them into school, enroll them, and uh, they'll be good for spring practice. So NDSU buys and uh, signed an offensive lineman from Marshall, Trent Fraley, and a quarterback from Air Force Prep, Jacob Kilzer. And then inked up two high school student-athletes. One's a defensive back, Jack Hansen of Egan, Minnesota, and the other from North Mankato, Gage Schmidt. So that's what you need to know about uh, North Dakota State. So that incl- now that, that list is 24 in the early and, and, and signing day today. Bubba Schweiger announced uh, four today for UND. John Butch who's a uh, linebacker. They went linebacker. Tom Dosh got to be thrilled with this. Transfer from Upper Iowa. Uh, Riley Gerhardt, who's been playing uh, several years at Valley City State. They must have liked what they saw here. He's got, he has the school record in tackles for loss and sacks in a career. So my guess is that probably made him attractive 6'2", 230. Uh, UND inked up a defensive back who's from Franklin, Wisconsin. And uh, that is, you know, that's where the, uh, the Milwaukee uh, Milkmen played there. Franklin, Wisconsin, the AA. But a transfer from Louisville, defensive back, uh, 5'11", 195 for UND. And then they signed a running back from Phoenix, Arizona, out of Mountain Point High School, uh, 5'9", 195 running back named Randall uh, Parker. So that's it. At MSUM, I was looking at, uh, at the Dragons, Derek, and uh, I counted over 30 at least, so they might, who knows, maybe more is coming in. But, you know, Caden Christman out of Shanley, linebacker. You know, Hunter Corbin out of Mandan. Josh Dudgeon out of Dilworth. Brody Friend, the uh, D-back uh, Dilworth. Yeah, nice uh, player there, yeah. Right, Derek, I saw that name. Went, yeah, that's a good sign, isn't it, Derek? Yeah. Uh, yep. Trayton Hoppert out of, out of Fargo. Shanley, Gavin Lill out of Bismarck. Wide receiver, good talent. Uh, Will Martin going to MSUM, a DL from Detroit Lakes. Uh, Wyatt Peel from Mandan, linebacker. Luke Rogan, offensive line from West Fargo. Josh Rose, tight end, Fargo. Malik Traor from Grand Forks, a D-lineman. And uh, Max Watson, a kicker and a punter. So, you know, those are just some local uh, uh, people right there, Derek. And, and Derek, could you equate the NFL draft as rookies are to the NFL teams that draft them? freshmen are to the colleges that draft them in a way i'm asking what is the biggest space is it leaps and bounds high school senior to college freshman or is it college player to nfl what do you think is the biggest space there oh i think it's getting to the nfl because there's only a handful of jobs and there's thousands of college football players right where there's thousands of high school football players and there's thousands of opportunities in college. Because, I mean, I got friends who their sons are signing on with Valley City State and many of these other schools, right? And and that's good. It's just that I think for 
outside of the Division One era, the early signing day, there is none for Division Two and you know all the others that were NAIA when we're talking about. So, yeah, I think getting to the NFL is a pretty exclusive club where you have a lot of guys who sign up for college. Then you know what? Just ain't their thing. And Jeff Kolpak brought this up to us. You know, a lot of these kids are going to the transfer portal, and then you don't even transfer. It's just kind of their way of hanging it up without having to use the Q word. You know what I'm getting at? Then let me follow it up with this then. Now let's go to another greater margin question. Greater margin to learn, to be successful, to play high school senior into college, college player into first year of NFL, to be productive. Well. That's got to be well senior into college, no, or maybe not. Well, it's, it's a lot of them don't play right away, right? But I think... You know, if you're a first-round draft pick and you're Jordan Addison, they need you right now. Yeah, okay. So it, it's, it kind of depends upon where you're at with it. I mean, you had a, you had a lot of young rookie running backs that went deep in the playoffs this year. So it's it's, it's hard. Yeah, you're right. It's funny, though, doing uh, in college athletics, if a true freshman plays, and maybe it's basketball, whatever sport, and you're halfway through the season, you know what we always say, well, they're not a freshman anymore. They've got enough games. They've learned it. They've they've, yep. they've been that way. Where, you know, in in the NFL, I don't know how many uh, true rookies make. Uh, well, may, uh, no, I don't know if I can go there because we we've seen some rookies make some impact. Yeah, I don't know what the what the, the well. I mean, Cody played all the way to the divisional playoffs, starting as a second rounder for the Tampa Bay Bucks, right? I mean, Cody Moe. Yeah, I, yeah. So I, I yeah, I got to stop short. Uh, uh, on that, uh, uh, quick uh, quick note: uh, a lot of basketball yesterday. But congratulations to Morehead Spud girls. You know we had Coach Kraft on a while back, getting ready. You know they they had their final regular season with Gentry Academy. They finished strong, um, and uh, and they had no problems last night in their Section Two A quarterfinal game. When you win ten nothing in your quarters, and now uh, now we'll see what happens uh, in the, in the uh, semifinal round. But the uh, the March. Well, I guess that's used by another organization. I was going to say the march is on. Well, we can use that for the spuds. Uh, the march is on for the spud girls uh, in hockey, Derek. And and uh, we had some other ones last night. And you're a Minnesota guy. East Grand and Warroad. Uh, nice rivalry, Derek. Uh, it's safe to say, yep. Yeah. As far as a Division One, I, I should say the A versus AA. They certainly have been to the top teams in A for a very long time. Okay, so that, that happened yesterday, and, and, and East Grand was able to double up war on boys hockey 6-3. to three. And I would be remiss on our on our news and notes part here. Um, Jossie Schiller uh, last night uh, surpassed 2,000 points the, in, in, in her basketball career. She's a guard for Red River, committed to North Dakota. Um, I think she had 24 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists, seven steals, and a kid that handles the ball 95% of the time, zero turnovers. Pretty impressive night last night. That went over north, surpassing 2,000 points. And this young lady has been a champion trackster, cross country, and state champion in basketball, first-team All-Stater. And she does it at a size that is undersized on many that go. I sent her a message uh, congratulating her, and I said simply, it's an amazing thing when tremendous work ethic combined with superior talent, what can happen? And that really is the, is the story, Derek, with that.
and and so we we are lucky uh to have uh these athletes in our backyard i mean my gosh my gosh yeah it's a, well i mean you see it at every level too in every sport and that's what's really being a lot of certainly a lot of fun with this is just seeing it at every sport too where it used to be kind of pigeonholed to one or two things but now with the evolution of girls hockey and girls basketball and girls wrestling and you know i, I think it, it, there's so much going on right now and like you said, and both boys and girls, these kids are going and signing these deals to go play, you know, Division One athletics. If not just further in their career, we're seeing it more and more from some of the local athletes. Yeah, yeah. Pretty soon the high schools will be getting NIL. That's uh That's, that's already been happening in some areas. It, I mean, you, you, yeah, that's that's going on, my friend. Oy vey. mine would have been uh, mine. Uh, mine would have been like. Four cinnamon donuts at the donut hole in Williston. That's all I'd have been paid on. Uh, on uh, that's all you need. Yeah, that's it. Uh, my last one I had for our, our docket, 1985, this date, 1985, Sports Illustrated released its annual swimsuit edition. Mm. It was the largest regular edition in the magazine's history, 218 pages. Uh, so SI released on this date its annual swimsuit edition, 1985, is there any one particular um, Sports Illustrated edition that you recall that jumps to mind? Anyone with L. McPherson in it back in the day, so owned pretty much, yeah. Or uh, or who was the? Uh, oh my goodness! No, I'm gonna forget the. Well, there's Kathy Ireland. Yeah, that's the one. I think those are the. What you say in the late '80s, early '90s? They were kind of the face of it, right? They were the face, and boy, did SI cash in. And now, you know, SI, as you talked about before, you know. Yeah, laying off people. Going by the wayside. Uh, we'll take a time out. We'll come back with more Jack Michael Show today in a Wednesday edition. Uh, quick respite, quick briefly. Back with more after this. It's been a busy week, and you haven't even started to think about Valentine's Day. Now you're scrambling. A sparkling piece of diamond jewelry? But wait, she also loves flowers. Stop. At Schmidt's Gems and Fine Jewelry, any jewelry purchased this week, you receive a beautiful floral arrangement from our friends at Shotwell Floral. One-stop shopping. Valentine's made easy. Jewelry and flowers. Schmidt's Gems and Fine Jewelry, 3241 42nd Street South, Fargo. College hockey fans, it's live men's hockey as the University of Jamestown takes on the University of Mary this Friday night, only on Beck TV. Beck TV is available statewide through all cable and satellite providers and locally over the air on KNGF. Visit Beck.TV for a full broadcast schedule and complete channel lineup. Beck TV brings you the most sports coverage statewide. It's the University of Jamestown versus the University of Mary men's hockey this Friday night on Beck TV. Call the Glass Doctor, we'll fix your pain. Trust the professionals at Glass Doctor Auto of Fargo-Moorhead with our new location in the Moorhead Industrial Park south of the Cullen Ice Center. Hi, this is Reed, owner of the Glass Doctor Auto of Fargo-Moorhead. Our specialists are professionally trained in windshield repair and replacements. The sooner you get to the Glass Doctor to diagnose your windshield problem, the better. Most times it's completely covered by your insurance company. Go online at glassdoctor.com to schedule your appointment today. Call the Glass Doctor, we'll fix your pain. Oh yeah! 
Veterans, your mental health is important for your overall well-being. In an acute suicidal crisis, there is help. The Compact Act allows any eligible veteran, whether enrolled in the VA healthcare system or not, to go immediately to a VA or non-VA healthcare facility for suicidal crisis care. The VA may cover costs for treatment, transportation, outpatient, and inpatient care. If you're in crisis right now, call 988 and press 1. For general questions, contact a county veteran service officer or the VA. Welcome back. Jack Michaels Show. Derek Hansen with you. And yeah, Jack Michaels about ready to get on the bus here. And busy weekend ahead, obviously, with the big Super Bowl going on. And busy weekend for you for basketball, obviously. And as we mentioned before, some league basketball, Jack, this regular season matters more than it ever has, really. It really has. And I would encourage people to get out and, and take the covers in tonight, Derek, as they play Gustavus Adolphus. That's one versus two in women's basketball. Mm. So enjoy that. You had a chance to catch up with Hunter Zenzeb. Yeah. Yeah. And and as we kind of sign off, we'll let you go because I know you got to load up. But uh, fun, you know, here's an interesting story. A young man from my hometown and uh, his younger brother got recruited by NDSU. So did he. Decided to take a chance, go to Iowa State. And, you know, no regrets there, right, Jack? I mean, he gets, he gets the opportunity to go play a little bit in the Big 12 and have that experience of playing the Longhorns and the Sooners and all that. But decided to come home, get closer to family, and you know maybe maybe make an impact. He got dinged up obviously last year, Jack, and was out for the season. But looking for a big twenty twenty four ahead of us. So hopefully it'll work out well for him. And of course, he played with uh, Brock Purdy, who was the Mister Elvin a couple of years ago, but got to know him pretty well, Jack. So so yeah, so we'll get to it. And uh, here is as Jack is getting ready to get on a bus here. Here's my conversation with uh, Hunter Zenzen, and we just kind of talked first before we get into everything with uh, Brock Purdy, just uh, a little bit about how his health is doing, how his uh, road to recovery is going, going into spring ball here. I'm doing really well. Um, today, was we started running, and uh, today was my first run um, in a while, so it was, it was nice to get back into it, and things are looking good for spring ball, so... Yeah, what's well, good? Of course, uh, a few things have happened this off season too, right? I mean, <laughs> kind of crazy whirlwind, right? With, uh, of course, a lot of the coaching changes announced today with uh, some of the assistants. But uh, just talk about that a little bit, because I know you know talking to people within the uh, bubble there, the culture is still pretty much the same, right? Yeah, the, the culture is the same, and like the cool thing about this place is that um, NDSU has a a very high. Um, rep and so obviously guys are going to get bigger opportunities and and us players were like take those opportunities um like this is coaches like coaches here this is their career and if they just stay here and don't capitalize on those opportunities like what's what's the point of coaching man so yeah of course uh you and your younger brother have been recruited all over and you're co- recruited obviously by uh, coach Entz before you went to Iowa yep. State you you know the you know coach Polisek pretty well from your recruiting visits when you're a senior so it, it's kind of funny how this all comes full circle right yeah yeah exactly um, and that's the awesome thing about college football is that you the relationships and you never know who you're going to run into again it's a very small world 
Yeah, no doubt. Well, it is. I mean, you and I have talked about this before. I remember, you know, your friends with Jake Cavett, too. He said, it's just amazing how many people you run into over the years. And and they do talk, again, quite a bit about the culture and the discipline that goes along with what you guys go through there, right? And you being, yeah. a, you being at a different school, you've seen that firsthand. Yes, yes. Uh, here at NDSU, it's it's very it's very special and it's a special place to be special people and uh, i'll never take anything here for granted so how much unfinished business i mean is there a little bit of a sour taste in your mouth of such a close game out in montana i mean is that motivation or is there you're kind of wiping the slate clean going into spring football yeah i think we're i think we're kind of wiping the slate i think we're more focusing on ourselves because we we do very honestly have a very good team and um we're just trying to capitalize on being the best version of ourselves that we can be um we're not out to get into anybody but um yeah we're excited to obviously start getting after it so it's got to be interesting you know you you were a part of it a couple years ago but you know, the transfer portal, the name, image, and likeness, a lot has changed since you entered school a few years ago. Yes. Oh, yeah. Big time. And just talk about them. I mean, you know, the differences, you know, 2020 going into, uh, of course, you had the whole COVID thing and all that and COVID years and all that. But what's it like? I mean, do you guys talk about that much as, you know, teammates and things like that? Yeah. And I'll talk about what I can talk about. Right. Um, but... The, the landscape is changing and a lot of things here at NDSU are changing as well as they have to be um, because if you if you don't change with the times you'll obviously fall behind and I think there's some great things going on here at NDSU that we're changing with the times as well and um, I know some people it's hard for them to understand that but um, we just got to keep moving forward as a program and as kind of basically a franchise so yeah, and I get. I guess the biggest thing is there's a lot of fear that you lose a lot of uh, teammates. But all in all, I mean, a, a handful, but not what it could be. And I'm sure that's what you know. Coaches they're into retention right now too, so, right? I mean, it's it's yeah. got to be an interesting time for you as teammates. I'm sure you guys as teammates are trying to retain your your te- your fellow uh, you know football players, right? Yeah, exactly. And like I said before, like this is a special place, and guys have had other opportunities, obviously. And um, but no, I think that even with the transfer portal, it is important to um, capitalize on that. Like we can't be missing out on that. And you know that's difficult for guys to understand. You know, taking some veterans from other schools that we can't we can't just miss out on that. So yeah, it's interesting. Hunter Zenzen's with us. Uh part of the defense for North Dakota State looking to come back from injury and be a part of this 2024 a squad as we mentioned the transfer portal you are a part of that I don't think you would ever give up your experience you know playing a little big 12 football whatever but obviously it's Super Bowl week and I'm sure you've been asked this a million times with your teammates whatever what's Brock Purdy like because you know you've been in the weight room with them you've you know lined up against them whatever playing scout team I'm sure sure many times did you ever dream that two years ago you'd see this guy be on the biggest stage last year, the NFC Championship game, and of course now this week having a chance to win a Super Bowl championship? Very honestly, um, I'm not surprised yeah. because you know Brock's Brock's been through some of the hardest times and some of the best times. He's he's one of the most accountable guys I've ever met and I've ever been around. Um, just you know playing with him and seeing how he treats other people and how much he he works on his craft and studies film like there's been times on 
I, like there was a couple times on late on a Saturday night, there'd be one truck at the facility and uh, I'd like wonder who it was and it was, it was Brock. So, um, it's just not surprising to all the work he's put in and to me, for him to finally be, finally be getting the recognition now is, um, pretty special. Um, like in college, he was around guys like Brees Hall, Will McDonald, uh, Xavier Hutchinson and like Charlie Kohler. So oftentimes I felt like he got lost in the conversations about those guys. So, well, it's interesting too, because when you guys were at Iowa state, I mean, there was so much talk about come from behind, uh, situations, but that was nothing new when you were with the Cyclones, right? I mean, he, he had a lot of come from high victories or at least got close, even in some tough losses, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Brock Purdy, like I said before, he's been through some really good times and some really bad times. And, um, obviously back then we had some weapons as well but Brock is one of the better quarterbacks I've seen play and it's it's pretty cool being able to practice against him and just to see um, his precision and execution and is like he's a he's a very good game manager and obviously uh, he fits very well into Kyle Shanahan's offense and those two work together pretty well so awesome i always mention when i look at a quarterback just as you know i don't know as much football as you and many of the coaches that you've you know been around but it seems like there's just some things you can't coach and that it factor comes about and did you see that firsthand you know playing with them practicing against them because it certainly seems like he has that kind of it factor that you wouldn't see in the nfl combine when it you know comes game day yeah, I think the the thing that stands out to me about Brock is that his situational awareness on the field. Um, he just he has a feel for it, and it's a natural feel. And he can, you know, he's got eyes in the back of his head, and he just feels everything around him. He knows where people are going. He knows where people are coming, and he just makes it happen. So, yeah, it's gonna drive you crazy as a defensive guy trying to chase that around, right? Because he's elusive too, right? I mean, he doesn't look super fast, but some yeah. of those sacks that he got out of against the Lions, I'm just like, how does right. he do that? That's crazy. And that's coming from his blind side. So that's his situational awareness is just phenomenal. Are you, do I mean, I don't know how close you guys, do you ever keep in touch with him? I, I know he's on such a big stage. He probably gets pushed and pulled in a million different I, directions. I, I haven't talked to Brock in a while. I talked to him uh, last spring. Um, but, you know, Brock's just, he's kind of a simple guy. And, you know, if, What's really cool about Brock is that, um, you know, he just kind of relies on God to be by his side. And, um, you know, if football didn't work out for him, he'd probably be a fishing guide in northern Arizona. So. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. I think uh, outside of football, it's, you know, he's got hobbies as well. And so we just connected on those things as well. So. Oh, I'm sure. Really? So you guys both like to fish. So I'm sure that was a – you do much of that in Iowa or – yeah, yeah. So we did some fishing. Uh, we, we went out to a friend's uh, farm once, did some snowmobiling, and he's an Arizona kid, so he loved that. <laughs> my background, so. Oh, yeah. So you, you had to show him how the snowmobiles go, being from Minnesota, for sure, right? Yeah. I, he, he, loved he loved it. But. He seems like just, I mean, he looks like he's, what, 16 years old and just an aw shucks kind of guy. But maybe that's kind of helps him help these big moments, right? I mean, as far as getting through it. <laughs> Yeah, I think, uh, like I said before, um, he, he's relied on God a lot, and I think that that takes a lot of pressure off of him. But he he is mature beyond his years, and so and I think that goes to show if you've ever watched an interview with him and just kind of speaks about himself. So 
Yeah, that's cool. Well, it's pretty safe to say you you might be uh, have a little rooting interest for on Sunday. I mean, I I guess I'm kind of neutral on the thing. I don't know how you feel about it, but yeah, uh, I, I would love to see him make some plays. So I'm excited for him and uh, everything that's going to come. Well, very exciting. Well, I just want to kind of get a little insight with someone who, you know, practiced against him and played with him, obviously, Brock Purdy on the biggest stage. And I think you and I have talked about this off the air. I think the biggest surprise is that he was Mr. Relevant, right? I mean, he had some of the tools. I, you know, I thought he would be maybe drafted in the fourth or fifth round, but, you know, things happen for a reason, don't they? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think that just goes to show. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, Hunter, you have a great spring. We'll catch up with you again as we get closer and closer. And you know, before you know it, we'll see you at the lake, and then you'll be taking off for fall practice. And that's just kind of how the years go, does it? I'm just telling you, once you get past your 20s, time flies by, so embrace everything of it. But uh, yeah. as someone who's going almost going to be 51. I can only imagine because when I'm not doing football stuff, man, I, I'm, I have to be doing something. And obviously football takes up a lot of my time, but, like, this is what I enjoy. And whenever whenever it slows down, I, I might be stuck for a while. So who knows? All right. Sounds good. Well, always a pleasure to talk to you. We'll, uh, we'll talk with you. We'll catch up with you very soon. And, again, stay healthy and can't wait to see you out in the field again. Thank you very much. We'll talk soon. Again, Hunter Zenzen with us here on the uh, Jack Michaels Show. Again, going through his recovery Transfer from Iowa State, played with and knows uh, Brock Purdy as you know as he just said and uh, did some fishing with him, snowmobiling with him, and now Brock Purdy, one of the two quarterbacks that are going to be on the biggest stage of all the Super Bowl. Pretty unbelievable to think about, and you know he's facing a guy who's uh, you know an, downright a superstar, Patrick Mahomes, and we'll see how he operates coming up on Sunday down in Las Vegas for the Big Chiefs versus 49ers matchup. That coverage begins at 1 o'clock coming up on Sunday right here on 740 The Fan. For, for Jack Michaels on his show, the Jack Michaels Show, as he's getting ready to go on a bus to get ready for the big action coming up. And again, they're in Omaha tomorrow night. The men's action will be over on KFGO. But the women will be right here on uh, 740 The Fan. 6.30 is the pregame show tomorrow night. And so uh, UND men's and women's basketball, that mirror scheduling that we love so much, can you hint the sarcasm there? Of course, uh, North Dakota State's men, the men are back home, the North Dakota schools. So Kansas City's men are coming here. So is Omaha's men. And then the women are on the road for Kansas City and Omaha. That's kind of the traveling partner schedule that we have going on here. All right. So we got ESPN Radio tonight. Wild back in action over on KFGO tonight. And Hennessy and Hockey has Pat Micheletti, someone who's very familiar with the fan. If you listen beyond the pond each and every Saturday morning, for Jack Michaels, I'm Derek Hansen. Thanks for listening to the Jack Michaels Show right here on The Fan. It's Fireball Fan.